Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. I want to tell you about two of our great sponsors of this episode. One of them is Better Edge. That is our gambling partner. Use the code 5RSN. Get $20 to play. This is legal sports betting. You can find the line that you want. And Prize Picks, our fantasy sponsor. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E, for that one. You get your initial deposit matched up to $100. And now today's episode Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back here at Miami Heat Media Day. We've got Haywood Highsmith with us. We appreciate you joining us. I feel like it's a little bit different this year because we talked to you at Media Day last year about kind of what some of your aspirations were, and you talked about we talked about the sort of the lineage of the undrafted's coming through here and getting a role, and you actually said to us, "I feel I'm next." And a lot of ways you were. You you did get playing time. Um, I think some Heat fans wish you had gotten more playing time later in the postseason. <laughs> I'm sure you heard a little bit of that. Uh, but when you just look at your growth from last year at this time to this year at this time, and how much more maybe confident you are in what your role can be, where are you at right now? The word you said was confident. I think that's where it starts with being confident and just knowing that, you know, I can be a great player in this league, a great role player in this league and make an impact on winning. Um, you know, I'm much more confident in my shot, much more confident with the offense, much more confident on defense, communication, just getting more out of my shell and just becoming more of like a, a defensive anchor type vibes, like communicating more. Um, so just everything, just getting better at everything and just, you know, becoming great at the things I was good at. So a little bit of everything. You talk about the communication on defense, and we used to, when PJ was here, watch him yelling at everybody yeah, from the exactly back line. what I'm talking about, like something like that. Exactly what I'm talking about. 
how, how much, I mean, uh, how much do you want to model yourself? I mean, there are parts, we talked about some, some parts of your game, too, that were similar to his also, but um, he's carved out a pretty good career. He's almost 40 at this stage. I mean, is that what you're looking for for yourself? Not for sure. I could definitely see me in, you know, a, a PJ-type role. I think I'm, you know, I do some things differently than PJ. I think I'm a little longer, faster, more athletic in a sense, and he's, he kind of has a down pack where he, you know, he's kind of probably a little stronger than me in a sense, but uh, I think I can see myself, you know, being something like him, you know, a defensive guy making, you know, corner threes. I feel like I can make more than corner threes, though, in my opinion, but um, just something like that where I'm just being, bringing energy, being a dog on defense and just inspiring people and just making, you know, the little things and um, doing plays that don't show up in the stat sheet, something like that. You talk about confidence. How much of that is because you did get minutes in the postseason again? Some wanted you to get more towards the finals. Well, first thing, did you hear that stuff? I've, you- heard, I've, heard, I've heard that since, listen, I'm in Miami, I, every time I go to the store and I see somebody that knows me, they'd be like, bro, you should have played more like every single time. So I've, I've been hearing it the whole summer, the whole offseason. Just like here's here's supposed number. Nah, I'm just I'm just like ah oh, man, nah, I can't do nothing about it. It's okay, it is what it is, you know whatever. But yeah. Well, I mean the minutes that you did get in the postseason though, what allowed you to feel so comfortable and sort of because you were very effective mm-hmm. in a lot of those stints. Um, what, what do you think allowed you to to be that way in your first experience like that? I just think the work the work I put in, you know, when I wasn't playing. Um, you know, in the Bucks series, I didn't play a lot the first couple of games, but I was still in the gym working, working my butt off, making sure I was ready in case my number had to be called. Cause you never know. I mean, this is the postseason; anything can happen. And you know, sure enough, we had some injuries, so I had to step up. But just the work I put in when I wasn't playing, and just you know, repetition every day, doing the same things, like making sure because I know I'm gonna get the ball at, I know I'm gonna get my shots at. So I'm just I'm working on that all day, every day. So you know, once you just get that down pack, it's like muscle memory, and you just become more confident, and more confident. So I was just. I've just been in the gym working, working and working on the same things that I know I'm going to be doing in the game. Are you comfortable with the nickname Locksmith? That's I, like I like it. I like it. It's becoming the thing. I mean, it's my Twitter handle now, I think. I don't want to be on Twitter like that. But it's, my, it, it's, becoming, it's becoming more of a thing. I like it. I like it. Hey, Wood, so after getting this playing time in the playoffs and especially in the finals, uh, just seeing you kind of at the top of the zone, seeing you chase around the Jamal Murray around screens, being able to be that that guy where you're you're the perimeter attack defender, um, I think now, after adding Josh Richardson, they have Caleb, it's, and obviously not to mention Jimmy and Bam, absolutely elite defensive players. Do you guys think, you know, the Heat are always a defense-first organization. How do you fit into that? How do you feel about the team's defense heading into the season? And also, I wanted to ask you, is there something that you think the team needs to improve on as a whole? Um, I mean, like you said, we have a lot of great defenders. You named you know, a lot of them, Caleb, Josh, me, Jimmy, Bam, a lot of other guys that nobody knows about as well. I mean, Jaime's a pretty good defender. I think TB's a good defender. Kyle's always been great. Um, and everybody else is getting better, for sure. So I think, uh, you know, like you said, the defense, the Heat are all about defense. Um, so for me, where I fit in the group is I'm just going to just, I'm going to be that guy who's going to pick you up full court. You know, I'm going to try to bully through screens. I mean, I feel like I can guard one through four. Um, sometimes a five, if he's just a small ball five, you know, you never know. I played the back of five last year a couple of times. Um, but, you know, for me, I'm just going to just do what I do. Keep, you know, I got long arms, getting passing lanes, guard the ball, help side, box out, communicate, whatever I got to do just to help my team win. Um, and then for us is what we need to do better. I mean, it's a little too early to say. I don't really know because we haven't really started practice or anything. But you know, uh, uh. I don't think nothing really stands out. 
it's because we do have some new guys, so it's not. But, I mean, I think we just, you know, obviously using, I think something we definitely going to work on, in my opinion, obviously using Udonis as a leader, it's going to it's gonna hurt. So I feel like we're going to need more veteran leadership in the locker room. I feel like Bam can step up, you know, maybe I can step up a little bit because I've been there for, you know, a couple of years now. But, um, you know, we got some rookies, some younger guys like Nico and Jaime, so they're going to need some leadership. And um, using UD was a big a big piece. Every team needs a Udonis has in the locker room, I feel like. So um, something like that maybe we can work on for sure. You were talking about your offensive role before. Uh, you were comparing it to P.J. You were talking a little about 3 and D. I thought it was interesting because when you think back to when P.J. was here, he kind of developed the floater and the in-between game, and you were kind of talking about things you added to your game. Has that been a certain add and focus to your game in the offseason? For sure. Floaters, for sure. Um, me and C.B. work on that a lot, you know, because um, getting in that short role like P.J. does, you know, sometimes the only play is to make that floater. So you can't get it over top of the base to lay up. You can't, you know, might have an outlet pass to the corner or skip, whatever. Um, so sometimes that floater is an efficient shot to take. Um, and I know I can make that shot, you know, two-leg, one-leg floater. Um, so, yeah, for sure, working on that has been a big part, what I've been doing this offseason, like with, with CB, Karan Butler, and also with, um, you know, also working in Baltimore here as well. So definitely the floater and making just different reads off a of short roll or getting the ball in the corner and stuff like that. So, yeah. Just from a, from a life perspective, though, getting getting those reps, people seeing you in the playoffs. You mentioned you're getting recognized when you're going to the store now. You like that? Um, it's definitely it's definitely something cool to think about. Cause I mean, I used to be a kid, and I used to you know dream about going and going meeting NBA players and like you know talking to them and stuff like that. So you know when people walk up to me and they want pictures, I try to give them you know whatever they need. Cause I used to be a fan as well of, you know, NBA players. So I just try to just treat them with respect. As long as they treat me with respect, I treat them with respect. But it's pretty cool to think about that, you know, that actually happens to me, you know, because before, like, when I first got with the Heat, it didn't really happen that often. And then it's, it's gradually getting, you know, more and more. Like, I remember I, my, my daughter had a birthday party Saturday, and I was, like, running around, running around doing errands, you know, because the birthday party's hectic. And I, like, I stopped 10 times trying to run around. And I'm just like, bro, like, next time I'm, I can't I can't run around no more because it's going to waste too much time. But it's pretty cool. You're going to need security with you. Well, look, Gabe and Max started like that, and then all of a sudden Max had a burger at a local restaurant wow. stuff. So, I mean, you you have something to aspire yeah, to. Sure. I would love a burger. So <laughs> a nice. burger named after you. <laughs> Uh, but to that point, though, again, you talked about being next, and now you see two guys who went through the system here, and they moved on, and they're both cashing pretty big checks yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, I got to think, I know obviously it's about team, but I got to think that's got to be inspiration for you, too, when you see kind of, I mean, when Gabe came here, nobody knew if he was going to stick. When Max came, same. Duncan, the same. Others, I mean, how do you look at it that way? For sure. I mean, Gabe and Max are a perfect example of, you know, starting here, going through the Heat's development system, playing in a system that fits them, you know, and actually taking what they learned here and, you know, keep getting better and better each year. And now they're getting paid a good amount of money, which was rightfully deserved. So, I mean, those guys are great examples that I look at, you know, where I can try Because this is obviously I'm on my last year of my contract. So, you know, I definitely want to take a step like that like they did. So um, that's definitely motivation. And, um you know, definitely an encourager for me that I can, you know, maybe get something like that, like they, like they, like, like they got. You mentioned last year of your contract, uh, so be honest here, because like we were, I mean, the trade machines out there, <laughs> so uh, people were using it for the last three months, and obviously yours was kind of like, oh, that's a player that you know maybe another team might want to take a flyer on in the last year of his deal that you could kind of plug and play. 
Did you breathe any kind of a sigh of relief when this was all? Because now, I mean, you're here at media day. Like, we didn't know who was going to be here at media day as of, like, 48 hours ago. Uh, I assume you wanted to be here. So did you feel, I mean, what's your emotion when you see, okay, Dame's not coming here. Drew's not coming here. (laughs) The team is the team we've got, and I'm going to be on it. To be honest with you, I'm just glad it's over. Like, cause it was like I felt like when they asked for the trade the whole summer, like everybody was just speculating what's going to happen. So I just wanted this to be over. Like, if I'm gonna be in Portland, I'll be in Portland. But if I'm not, I'm gonna be here. So I just wanted it to be over, so I can know where I'm gonna be at. So I, it's just it was a long process. But I mean, I was just letting God control whatever. I, I can't control that. So you know, what's, what's meant for me will be. Truth is, a lot of people couldn't control that. They thought they could control that. And I will say this: this is the one place where we align with you. I think we're all glad it's over at this point. <laughs> we're all we're all glad it's over. Uh, the team is the team. Haywood Highsmith, thank you for joining us. You said you were next last year. You were prophetic. So I'll say at the end of this season, we, you're, let's say you're here media day next year, which would mean that you got re-signed, by the way. Uh, but let's say you're here media day next year. Uh, how will you look back at at this now? In other words, where, where where do you want what do you want your situation to be a year from now? I want to be locked in with the Heat with a long term long term deal, getting paid uh, more money than I'm getting paid right now. Um, I don't have a number or anything. I'm gonna let that just come when it comes. But pretty pretty good deal, pretty good deal. We'll, we'll see three four year. Don't have the number, but it will be more than what I'm making now. It was right last year. We'll see if this plays out for next year. Haywood Highsmith, thank you for joining us on Five on the Floor. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're here at Miami Heat Media Day with Caleb Martin, who was, of course, a breakout star for the Miami Heat last season. Caleb, thanks for joining us. How did things change for you 
over the course of the season where it seemed like your confidence got to an entirely different level once we got to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, I think uh, more so than you know, more so than anything is uh, I think at, at that point I've been once we beat the Knicks, I kind of had already mentally prepared. Uh, was thinking about the year before and kind of how they guarded me and um, just kind of how they, how they put the five on me and what packed the paint. So obviously I would took that as disrespect. And that's all I could think about after the towards the end of the Knicks series. So I knew I was really going to have to. Uh, this that was going to be a big series for me in terms of you know and have, I was going to have a big impact. Obviously in case of, uh, if I got the opportunity in the minutes, but. Uh, Knowing at that point in the season, I knew I was going to probably play a lot last year. And once we were going into Boston, I knew that they were probably going to have the same game plan. So I just made sure I had to come correct and just make sure I knew I was going to get those opportunities and, and really just hone in and focus in on just trying to be impactful. And I knew it was just going to be an offensive series more than anything at that time. You talk about the adjustments that you make and sort of that disrespect about the way that they were playing you. But you also talked during the season about the way that they would play on the three-point line and the closeout and the ability to go by the closeout and the additional respect that you did get with your three-point shot. But I remember another thing that you said during the postseason, which was that you have a little bit more in your ISO bag than maybe you've shown. So when you went into the offseason, what were your priorities and how do you think you can draw those things out this year? Um, it's like the offseason is – it's uh, you have you always feel like you don't have enough time, so you always feel like you're trying to work on 100 things at once and, and never feel like you have enough time. So, I mean, obviously, I just continue to, to sharpen, like you said, sharpen tools and tools in the bag and just make sure because you, you never know when those opportunities are going to come. But um, obviously staying consistent, shooting. But since it was a short offseason, a lot of more than anything, it was just recovery and mental recovery, physical recovery and uh, fix up any, like, you know, necks and pains that you got going into the season because it is a short off season so um just a little bit of everything you know we feeling like you don't have enough time and with the not only because it's the off season but just how far we went two months after everybody else was done playing so um along with trying to sharpen you know sh sharpen the bag up you know at the same time so I, I focused on a multitude of things like I do every summer and um but a lot of it's just a lot of it going to this year is just continue to to want to stay at that level and uh, not not really get ahead of yourself. I understand what role I play, and I understand my role is going to fluctuate based off the games, matchups, whatever. So some nights is still going to be offensively, and some nights are still going to be more defensively. So before I let Alex and Brady geek out with you on basketball here, I got to ask you the perfunctory question. You know the business of basketball, I think, as well or better than any of the guys here with what you had to do just to get back to this position obviously and to come from a two-way to somebody who was playing significant minutes uh in the in the eastern conference finals and the finals but how did you handle the noise of this offseason were you paying a lot of attention to it or not uh i mean it's i would say i'm paying attention to it. it's hard not to see you know you're going to see it you're going to hear about it you're going to wonder if you're going to be here or somewhere else um but then it just kind of gets to a point to where there's a lot of things in this business that you can't control and at the end of the day, it is what it is. And, and that's the, like I said before, that's the good and bad thing about having value is you always want to be valuable. But, uh, you know, the more value you get, the more of an asset that you'll be in order to get, you know, to, to make it to be in a trade. To, you know, um, so that's just what comes with it, man. That's just what comes continue to elevate your game. And the, they're good problems to have. That just means that you're wanted. And that just means that you're, you know, like I said, that just shows that you have some sort of value. So. Uh, as long as you don't take it personal and, and not disrespectful, obviously you want to, wherever you want to be, especially if you want to be somewhere, you're going to feel some type of way about it. But, you know, um, 
you just got to focus on understanding it's a business and um, at the end of the day you can't really take business personal so Caleb I wanted to ask you so just kind of projecting the way that the roster looks right now the way it's shaking out trying to project the rotation um, it seems like you guys have a little bit more in the front court as opposed to the back court. Do you, with the way you've been playing a lot of power forward over the past couple of seasons, do you think there's going to be some time this year where you're playing two guard, a little bit more three? And how much does it matter? Because I feel like at the end of the at the end of the day, you're going to be the one guarding at the perimeter attack. You're going to be the one guarding the guards, guarding the wings at the top of the zone, whatever it may be. So how much does the position matter? And do you expect to be playing more positions, different and different roles this season, or? What do you think? I, uh, I definitely think I definitely think that uh, I'll be playing, you know, a little bit all over the place again. Like it's just you know, depending on what we need. There was times even last year that I was playing point guard, you know, where I was bringing the ball up and getting into certain certain guys, you know. But that's the good thing about having the roster that we put together right now is that we got a lot of guys that are versatile and can do a little bit of everything if you need. We have a lot of wings that could play potentially one to almost four. You know what I mean? So, and we can guard one to four and having a uh, five like Bam and uh, can obviously go one through five switch. There's a whole bunch of things that we can do with the type of roster that we got right now. Um, a lot of it's just going to, like you said, it's just going to be figuring it out and, um, you know, just seeing what works for us. It's not necessarily going to be the probably maybe ideal thing to do. And obviously you want certain guys specifically to play certain positions, but that's not always how it works. And you just kind of work with what you have. And while doing that and getting reps at those things, you'd be surprised at what some guys can do. And what you know, what some guys are capable of doing, whether it's a wing playing point guard position, or, you know, a wing playing and me playing the four, whatever it is, we're gonna make it work. That's just what we do, and um, so I'm not really too worried about that. It's just more figuring it out more than anything. I, I feel like we're kind of asking you the same question, but in a different way than we did last year, because last year it was, okay, now you're gonna be starting at the four. <laughs> right and that seemed like kind of different and strange but you made an adjustment to it and then had to make another adjustment uh as part of it so uh, again it's like the more things change the more things stay the same around here um one more thing and then i just want to get to brady on this uh, as you said you say you're putting in the off-season work uh, with everything when you look at uh particularly coming off the finals, because I know you had the great Eastern Conference finals. And then in the finals, I know you weren't feeling great to start that series and all that. But was some of it the way that they played you in the finals? Did they adjust to you in a different way because you were you were always on the scouting report, but maybe more so after what you did against Boston? And what did they do? For sure, they did a great, you know, they did a great job of adjusting to that. And, uh, you know, especially in the, in the rhythm that I was in, it sucked, you know, having a – start that series feeling like I did um, but I'm not really a, a, a really a, a man of excuses at the end of the day it's like you know the games aren't going to wait for you to feel better the team's not going to wait for you to feel better it's, I'm sure I wasn't the only worse and that was you know either feeling under the weather or some guys had injuries or whatever it is you know what I mean you got to you, 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 that's the point of the season where everybody's dealing with something so I'm not really going to sit there and blame that on you know obviously being sick even though, you know, the first two games I was, I was down bad, I'm not going to lie, but, like, I, it doesn't, nobody really cares. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't care if somebody else down, you know, is, is feeling like that too. It's just, if anything, that's... Is that that's, the first time you've experienced that? That's the first time I've ever experienced the, the, the was the altitude sickness or whatever it was. Like, yeah, I was, I thought it was, I, I couldn't tell what it was the first, the first day I had it, but um, the time of that was just crazy, man. Like, that sucked, but, like, it is what it is. But, and, you know, 
I felt like I was starting to get a rhythm after game, uh, going into game three. But you know how it is at that point of the season, every game matters. Every, every quarter matters. So to me, I felt like I had uh, wasted or, you know, missed out on eight quarters before. You know, I felt like I was getting back to feeling how I was feeling. By then, they were already in such a good groove and, and they were playing really well. They were shooting the ball really well. Their defense was, like you said, they made great adjustments on, on staying out of guys. You could tell they were trying to make us into an ISO team, uh, you know, staying out on shooters, staying out on cuts, focus more on cutters, and just kind of, uh, you know, they, did, they had a great game plan, man. So um, definitely a credit to them, and they, they, they earned what they got. Um, so, you know, that's just part of it. You know, you learn from that, and uh, that's, that's something that I've thought about personally throughout this whole entire offseason is, you know, kind of like we were just talking about how I went into the, the mental approach going into the boss series this time based off how they covered me last year, I will carry that finals um, series with me going into this year. So, I, I had two quick ones. The first one, uh, you mentioned the Boston series. Did you ever go back and, and look at those highlights from the Boston series this offseason? If so, how many times? Because there was, there was some shots in there. Like, there was some shot making in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen some videos like some people like put together and stuff. So like, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple highlights. And anytime during the summer, you're getting so many reps up that sometimes you're you. I, I don't know if I mean I'm sure other hoopers can you know obviously follow what I'm saying. It's like once you're shooting and you're getting so many reps up, you almost feel numb to where sometimes your shot feels worse during the summer. You know what I mean? You're just getting so many reps up, and so in those moments, I go back and look at highlights and see. All right, what am I doing when I'm making shots? How am I flowing? Like, where's my arm? Like, that type of stuff. So I go back and remind myself, okay, oh, okay, I feel it doing this. And so sometimes, sometimes I use it as film, and then sometimes it just keeps the confidence at the same time. So, uh, but yeah, I, I do a little bit of both. But I mean, yeah, man, I, I can, I can, I can definitely make shots when I need to. I just, um, it's just fun to be able to, you know, it, it's just fun each year to be able to to try to stack on top of that and and, and just kind of continue to show that that side of my game too. So. I was also going to ask about just freedom, like giving you the freedom on the court. Because I remember you talked about when you left Charlotte, like maybe you didn't have that same ability to go out there and just hoop a lot of the time. So I guess when you're in a role maybe this season, I know you talked about possibly coming off the bench and kind of might be a little bit freer. Maybe you could be unleashed in certain ways offensively. Do you welcome that? Like is that something that you would enjoy doing? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm more just about like, you know, I'm just – I just – want the minutes because I know with the minutes I'm going to you know be productive and I'll continue to learn how to be more productive and uh, as long as I'm getting my minutes that's all I'm worried and you know obviously I want to finish games because I know that's what you know it comes down to defense and getting stops so those are two of the biggest main factors for me it's not necessarily starting it's not I don't really care about you know that doesn't bother me from like a pride or ego thing where I feel like I got to start I feel like I got to you know whatever it is you know I'm just I'm cool with doing whatever as long as I, I want my minutes and I want my opportunity and, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. And so, because I just want to be able to be productive and produce. So that's that's what I'm worried about. That's all. Final final one here for Kayla Martin. Uh, now that he looks like Andre 3000, can, 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 can we safely say that you were the rightful Eastern Conference Finals MVP? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. Honestly, like, I think I was, I think, I was definitely a, you know, my fault. I definitely the way, you know, you could tell a lot of people noticed that off the voting and stuff like that, that there were a lot of people recognized that I probably maybe should have been or had a chance to be. But ultimately, man, like, I get it is the Eastern Conference 
finals, so we were going based off that series. But even with the numbers, Jimmy had better numbers. And I'll take and, and for, like, getting a, you know, getting a trophy or, you know, something um, on your resume or something like that, I look at it as, like, how do we get to this point? And I, I looked at how he, he – we all did our part, but he carried, especially early in the first – two series so like it's to me it's it's hard not to it's hard to argue that you know what i mean I, I i think i was a surprise of the series and so a lot of people get caught up on that but you know it's 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 hard not to give it him and like he's he's the reason why we're there you know so, so. well thank thanks caleb we appreciate the time I, I think the hair invalidates everything but that <laughs> but it is what it is have a great season I appreciate that thank you Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.